Hey, this is Roberto. You are back with another Steambox podcast. Today I'm with my Warriors from Central Falls. Warriors from Central Falls, please say what's up to the world. What's up? Also, I have Nisha McRae, founder of Bajika. I always put her on blast for this MIT thing because I wish that I was an MIT grad. Um, and also she makes robots. She 3D produces stuff. She has a DeLorean that travels through space and time. Nisha, what's up? Welcome back to the podcast. Hello, hello. Glad to be back. I'm so happy. The first time you were with Steambox, you were dressed like Princess Shuddy from Black <laughs> Panther. You literally came in cosplay. You mentioned earlier that you took the train dressed in cosplay just so you could be with us. Yes. Uh, we appreciate your efforts. We appreciate your services. I'm starting off with questions right over here. What's your question? Nice and loud, please. So I don't know if you already got asked this question before, but... Was you worried that when, since you're the founder of, I don't know how to pronounce it. Bajika, no worries. Bajika. Were you worried that it would ever, like, fail or if you would, like, not be up there? All the time. I still am concerned. I always check my bank account when I wake up in the morning. I have an alert that goes, can we continue doing what we do? No, it's very real. We've been around for almost 14 years and every morning I still have that moment of, how am I able to still do this? And can I still do this? And that bec that's because of my identities and realizing that it's a privilege and it's not guaranteed I'm in this space. And every day that I'm in this space, I make sure myself, my team, and my volunteers know that we need to make it worthwhile while we're here. I'm going to go super fast. Please forgive me for this pace. Got you guys pizza. We're going to have pizza after. Um, but... She does a lot of science programs, very much like Steambox does a lot of science programs. But we've been doing different stuff. We've been developing a game and other stuff. Y'all just went back to like OG science. Who can tell me a little bit about the science project and what they thought of it? Who can speak about the project that we just did so you can tell the world? Oh, the spy project? The spy yes. project, yes. I feel kid. So we looked at different materials. There were three of them. See, the one of them was... Were all of them cotton, or was it just one of them? No, some are natural, some were synthetic, like cotton, polyester. Uh, okay. One of uh, they were polyester. Uh, some was water resistance. We learned that uh, different. Um, how can I say this? Different. Uh, for different places, there would be different uh, fabrics for the clothes that people would wear. Give me an example. Like if they were in the Antarctic, they were wearing the momentum one. Mm. It was, it was um, water resistant, very, very water resistant. And it seemed like, I don't know, like it kind of felt a little rough. Okay. So it would protect people from uh, cold. Can anybody tell me their favorite part of the kit? What was your favorite part of the kit? Um, the like the little tube thing where like you had to warm up. The little tube. You warmed the tube right up, right? Like you, you made it happen. What was your technique? What did you do? Um, I just... Uh, under my armpit, and then I would I shake it violently. <laughs> you shook it violently. Who else can tell me a different favorite part of the kit? What was your favorite part of the kit? I like scissors. The scissors. <laughs> the, 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 the scissors. What was cool about the scissors? They're yeah, like Eli said, they look like glasses. They look like glasses. They will like push it out, and then the scissors will like come out. They, they get... It was a spy kit after all, so they if they look like glasses and then if you maneuver them if you configure them properly then they turn into scissors very cool uh quick question for nisha oh oh uh, so what's the beef with beyonce 
Oh, Misha what? has beef with Beyonce. We had a part one to this podcast where we talked about it, but can you give a nutshell about why you and Beyonce hate each other so much? Why Beyonce has... So did you guys know Beyonce has a, a picture of Nisha on her wall and she throws darts? Said it? She throws darts at the... Why does Beyonce hate you, Nisha? Well, Beyonce doesn't hate me. It's more her entertainment company, Parkwood Entertainment. And they're very protective of Beyonce and any imagery around her. And there was an incident where, remember I said, we have an organization kind of like Steambox? Well, we have our interns write blog posts and someone decided to use an image of Beyonce and Parkwood Entertainment came calling and said that I profited from Beyonce's likeness in order to make the G could grow and have money, which is hilarious as a nonprofit. But you know, we're good now. I went to the Renaissance tour um, last summer and she was fantastic and I listened to her albums on repeat. I'm happy that you and Beyonce are friends again. What's your question for Nisha? <laughs> um, when, when did you know that you wanted to make your own business? Oh, um, I think since I was seven, yeah, about first, second grade, I started a bunch of small businesses, including a bakery, a jewelry making business, a touring business. Before I realized that my true passion was science and engineering, and I just had a knack for teaching and business, so why not combine all those to help people? And that's where Bajika came about. So I'm one of those weird people who was Boss Baby before Boss Baby the movie came out. <laughs> boss Baby. Uh, next question. I just had a quick, I just wanted to ask, where did the name come from? Um, the name comes from a book that I read as a kid that inspired me, which was called Queen Nzinga Vingola. It was a scholastic book. And it was the first book I got at my Scholastic Book Fair slash library that inspired me. And the language of that particular individual was Kimbudu, which is where Bajika comes from. And it means idea. And our motto is ideas and those who create them. If you listen to part one of this interview, if you guys have a chance after, after we publish, if you listen to part one of this interview, uh, Nisha got into it a little bit more about uh, Scholastic. Do you remember the book fairs, those things? Yeah, I just remember those. I forgot about those. And one of my students, a white student, brought up uh, how like F Scholastic. And I was like, wait, why? And then she started talking about how Scholastic was racist by their inaction or by like contributing to racism in a way like indirectly. And she blew my mind. She, she like by the end of listening to her, I was like, hell yeah, F Scholastic, bums. <laughs> she convinced me. Uh, that was pretty interesting. Check out part one of this interview. Um, how did you think to like start all this is one of those things that when you hear entrepreneurs go, I saw a need and I knew I had a solution. I didn't think I had a solution, but I knew I had something better than what everyone was proposing to me because as someone who was interested in science and engineering, I knew what I needed in order to get through the door. But I saw that a lot of the organizations and initiatives that were trying to get kids into STEM careers weren't really interesting. And so I thought to throw my hat in the ring, and here I am 14 years later. <laughs> this is, I mean, so one of the things that people tell me about Steambox is I wish I had that when I was in school. And mm -hmm. it's different now. They have esports, they're playing video games, they're doing cool <laughs> stuff, right? Um, but man, this, like, like, with Steambox, you went to Japan. Without Steambox, you went to the Grand Canyon. Right. Like there's all of these like really cool opportunities. But Steambox is doing that and robots and and, you know, other stuff. We're making a, a board game. Really fun stuff. And those are the kind of things that we really appreciate. What's your question now? Hold on, Chloe. You met Nisha this summer. Yes. And then Chloe hit me up and was like, oh, we're doing less of our science programs because our engineering program is not here this year. Yeah. 
we're doing less science stuff. Can we do something like Bajika? I said, well, we could actually bring Bajika in. Would you like that? Chloe actually did that. Why did you want Bajika to come into Steambox? Um, well, first of all, I really, really love science, and I wanted to know what sparked your love for science. Oh, oh. well, I'm going to call you out first before I answer that question. Hold on, you never even answered. <laughs> <laughs> because to receive a DM from someone who's like, hey, could you bring this to my community or my peers, especially in the middle of the night? I know means you are very concerned about it and you decided to shoot your shot. I'm not. You're not talking about my DM? No, you weren't the first word person. My Steambox student DM you? Yes. Betrayal. <laughs> I'm sorry, go on. Yes, so it wasn't like, I realized afterwards when you messaged me like, hey, would you like to come over? I was like, I already received the invite. So thank you. I was actually going to call you to coordinate because I already received the invite. But in terms of my love for science, I think I realized at a young age that I was the person who likes mystery and to figure out what is the chaos that mystery provides. The story that my dad says I really tied to, and I think this is my motto, is people aren't really scared of thunder and lightning because of the noise. They're scared because they don't know what it means. And what I love about science is that it provides some kind of sense of or answer or solution to that chaos. And if I can be the person who provides that to someone who's scared and helps calm that storm, then why not be that person? So some people are like, I wanted to unravel the mysteries of the universe. I just wanted people to feel that the world's not as scary as it seems. And I do that through science and engineering. Eli, what do you got? Oh, uh, you have a favorite teacher growing up then why? Oh, I do have a favorite teacher growing up and it wasn't a science or engineering teacher. It was actually a language arts teacher because she was the first person who challenged me and said, stop playing dumb. And I kept going, I, I am dumb. What do you mean? And she's like, you're playing dumb. You're not dumb. And it took me all year to figure out what she meant because I was like, well, dang, I actually am dumb. Like that's, that's the kind of a high bar she wants me to reach. But she saw that I was doubting myself that I was understanding certain concepts because no one was reinforcing that. No, that's actually the way you're supposed to think about things. Just the textbook doesn't go over it that way. And so Ms. Brumley, if she's still with us, she was actually my favorite teacher because she changed the trajectory of me in school from me hating school to loving everything about school. Not necessarily some teachers, but the library and being able to explore questions and things I wanted to learn about. Who's the dopest teachers that we have? We talk about Opegi all the time. <laughs> so Opegi aside, shout out to Opegi. He has a dope book. Uh, he does some things that Steambox does in his book, like languages that he uses in there, like uh, he talks about how it matches the science standards when he's teaching classroom. And I thought that was really smart to include in the book because those people will, it's almost like reading it in two languages while you read it, which happens to be what the book happened to be about. Uh, anyway, shout out to Peggy and his book, but I'm gonna take him off the table because that dude is one of my heroes and he's amazing and we know he's dope here in this school. Who else are some inspirational teachers in this school? Blaze. Blaze a kid. Why? Why? Because he has this program for Canyon, right? Yep. He's the other one that you were talking about earlier. And he just makes sure that we have our asses in gear. A quote from him. And we keep drinking the Kool-Aid and keep on doing good. You know, he's just very, like... He, he gives you Kool-Aid? Nah. Okay. okay. <laughs> Different type. <laughs> 
But nah, he's very like, he's like a grandmother. Any other inspirational <laughs> teachers here in the school? Schultz, why? Um, I was in his journalism class and before it, I used to hate talking to people and writing about it. But he just kept pushing me to do work and I just really enjoyed in class. You're adding to that? Yeah, um, I got free cake because of him, so there's that. Anybody, anytime I can get free cake. Any, yeah. Give me one more. Any last ones? He looks like a lumberjack. No, somebody else. Oh, the, no. Schultz looks like a lumberjack. Good to know. Any other hero to inspirational teachers? Brandon, what's your question for Nisha? What do you like most over to you? Ooh, I love the light bulb moment when people are doing something and they're just like, I'm not really into this or I don't know what's going on. And you see they bought into it and they're like, I'm in. What's next? And seeing that little flicker happen in someone's eye is what I imagine someone like Bill Nye when someone would watch their show or watch a live taping like that happen. Every, that's, the, that's the gratification for a teacher, right? That yeah. aha moment. I watched that with you today. Earlier, we didn't even do the science project, but people were playing with the kit. And when they started playing with the scissors and they were like, oh, I saw that then. Some people did that here. But also when they started getting into the kit, not just um, not just liquefying that, but also uh, the hydrophobic and starting to figure out the different patterns. Um, that stuff was really cool. I watched that aha moment. I watched you have that from students today. So congratulations. That's something that gets done with Bajika. Um, before I get to Lewis and the final question, where can people find out more about Bajika? You can find out more about us on our socials. If you look at M-B-A-D-I-K-A, that's Bajika. The M is silent, so don't doubt yourself. If there's an M, that's M-B-A-D-I-K-A. All right. Um, are you still doing those videos where you had, oh. you had a channel on Instagram where you were doing Bill Nye the Science Guy stuff? Yes. In costumes. Yes. It was insane. Are you still doing this? So season two will be coming out shortly. You are still doing this. You were in like a rocket suit at one point. You were in the, am I bugging? Did I no, lose that was actually a- You were in like a space yep. costume. And this will be like my mom says flex. So this was where we got a New England regional Emmy. It's all, it's like not the actual Emmy, Emmy you see on TV, but each region has theirs. It still and counts so for EGOT. Like if you get a Grammy, <laughs> an Oscar and a Tony, then you still got the EGOT with but that. But I have to shift skills and I don't have singing, dancing, or rhythm skills. But so. somebody in Bajika probably does. You know what? That's true. You see, see what I'm saying? We're going for the challenge. EGOT here. Together, <laughs> together we can get an EGOT. Together we can get an EGOT. Uh, Lewis, what's your question for Bajika or Nisha? Is there anybody like you see yourself in? Like any students in I do see myself in a few students and I can see they are going to probably go on very different pathways. But what I love is what MIT and my parents and my family gave to me. And that's the ability to think outside the box, which a lot of people go, oh, my God, think outside of the box, put it on a poster. But rarely are you given space or an environment to look at a problem and to utilize your life experience and knowledge to come with a unique solution. And I can see whether they're going into criminal justice, whether they're going into engineering, or they're going into medical science. Them using the skills they've had in Bujika to come up with unique solutions is what makes me go, I did good today. Now I may have to deal with some people tomorrow, but I did good today. We talked about, we representation is important. We talk about it all the time. And from my generation, it just didn't exist. And now 
people get mad and say, oh, this woke culture, like if you dare to put a black person in a movie, right? Yeah. Godzilla, the, the monarch show on Apple, has <laughs> one black character. One black character. Everybody's like, oh, this woke culture making Godzilla have a black character. Yo, like black people don't exist in the real world. You can't have one black character that makes it unrealistic to you. Wild. It's wild. But to watch you, to bring in somebody who's young, black, woman, who graduated from MIT, like, it's one of those, if you see it, you can be it. Sometimes I say that phrase is bullshit because I want you to be able to be it whether or not you can see it. Yeah. But it makes it even better if you can see it. And that's what we put in front of you today. And I think that's dope. I think that's one of the things that's really special about you. Another thing that's really special about you towards your question, um, and I don't mean to make you have any feels, but on part one, we discussed briefly in our first interview with Nisha way, way back. If you look this up, you'll find a podcast where we interviewed Nisha and she talked about what it meant for her to get the ring from MIT, what was the ring about? It was the brass rat. The the brass rack. It's one of the top five most recognizable rings in the world. And what that meant for her dad before her dad passed, and it was just a whole like, like the people in the room were crying. It was a really emotional story that Nisha shared. Please check out, like, please take a look at some of our uh, podcasts from way back. Nisha, thank you so much for being here. Everybody appreciates you. Um, Steambox. Warriors from Central Falls, please say peace out to the world. Peace out.